Yes. Yes, more duets later. Hi there. Welcome back to Podomup, episode 22 to be precise. I'm Ollie, and this here is Tibbs. Hello! As you just heard, we're talking the PS2 classic, now also playable in all its glory on the Nintendo Switch, is Katamari Damacy. We're also going to talk a lot about the big PS5 reveal, and see if we can figure out what fog gaming means. All that, and more, on Podomup. Hello, Tibbs. How are you doing? Not too bad. How are you? Good. Yeah, yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, yeah, so what have you been playing this month, then? Backgammon. Oh, okay. Didn't yeah. expect you to say that. No, I know. <laughs> uh, 51 Worldwide Games on Nintendo Switch. Okay. So it's like a bunch of... It's like an old games compendium where you get, like, drafts and chess and backgammon and... Yahtzee, although it's called Yacht in this one, because I presume there's some copyright thing with Yahtzee. Oh, right. It's just like a load of games. Um, okay. So I've been playing quite a bit of backgammon, because I find it the computer keeps cheating, and I don't like it. And I've 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 developed this real vendetta against the computer now, that it, keep, <laughs> it keeps cheating. Like, I understand, like, if you play computer chess, say... Yeah. If you've got a difficulty level, you'd expect a higher difficulty would be it's programmed with better tactics and, you know, it, 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 there's some skill to what it's doing. With this, it's not. If you play high level, um, high difficulty backgammon against a computer, all it means is it keeps rolling doubles all the time. <laughs> and it, for you, you just get, you know, really low rolls every single every single turn. And it's doing my nut. That's I, ridiculous. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I so you're on like a mission to beat it against yeah. the odds, basically. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, Absolutely. Uh, oh right. Okay. Um, but it's good. It's got um, it's got loads of little games, and it's got 51 games. Oh, uh, sp- yeah. Can... Yes. Yeah. Um, actually, it's 52 because you can play the piano. It's not really a game, but it's got, <laughs> it's, it's got piano on there as well uh, for some reason. Maybe okay. they had a bit of space left on the cart and said, "Well, what, what can we do? Us stick a piano on it? Well, yeah. Why not?" Um, but yeah, it's pretty good. Um, uh, what else have I been playing? I can't remember. Uh, oh, I've been oh, obviously Streets of Rage Four. Um, yeah. I finished unlocking all the characters in Streets of Rage Four. Cool. Yeah. Um, Animal. Oh, Animal Crossing. Yeah. I've gone right off it. Oh no! What's happened? I've gone right off it. I'll tell you what happened. I wanted to build a little bridge. Um, 
I've got all the houses in like a little forest at one end of my island, yeah. and I've got like the main, the museum, and the the guest services and everything in the other section. Wanted to build a nice fancy bridge between them, yeah. Make it all nice. Yeah. So I did what everyone in that position would do: bought a load of turnips, didn't I? Uh, one hundred and twenty-five thousand bells worth of turnips. Right. Thought, ah, oh, gonna make a killing on these. Sell them for a, you know, buy low, sell high, as yeah. you do. Yeah. Uh, I forgot about it, didn't I? So I went. I've, I didn't realise that they only last a week. So I logged on on Monday or Tuesday, all spoiled. Oh no! All spoiled. And I saw. I I went to sell them to Nooks Cranny, mm-hmm. and they gave me. I think they gave me like seven hundred bells in return for a hundred twenty-five thousand bells worth oh, of turnips. Oh no! Jesus. And I. I I switched it off. I, I don't have the heart to collect all those bells again. No, no, I don't. don't I'll end up going back to it, but it's just one of those things. I should. No, I can't. Yeah, I can't be doing this. Yeah, yeah, that does happen sometimes in games. Did yeah. they warn you about the 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 week long life lifespan they of the turnips? Probably did when it for you know when you first bought turnips for the first time. But I, yeah, yeah, I, I if they did, I forgot about it. So yeah. I mean, it's probably on me, but still, it's just heartbreaking yeah i can imagine yeah yeah Um, yeah. that's annoying and there's nothing you can do like to change like the 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 date on the the switch or anything is there i'd imagine i mean you can you can cheat by putting the time forward and stuff but yeah i resisted that from because it can it's quite a slow game to really get you know to you get to the point where you unlock everything and you can make you can modify the island fully and things like that and a lot yeah. of people were cheating by putting the time forward to accelerate through but i thought no mm. i'm mm. gonna play it the way it was meant to be played yeah. you yeah. know go through it you know old school but nah, no it's back on the shelf for now um i'll come yeah. back to it another no, that's a shame another well time. it sounds like you put plenty of hours into it anyway so it's hardly a you know a wasted yeah, endeavor I mean, but according to my play stats i think it's, it's approaching 100 hours now oh, wow. so you know i've given it a fair yeah. a fair shake of the lamb's tail oh that, definitely if that's an expression yeah um what about you what have you been playing oh, that's a, yeah that's a shame um i've been playing mainly luigi's mansion 3 on the on the switch oh yeah yeah it's good it's good yeah. good good old game um i've only really played the first one before i haven't played the second one on i was the, gonna say on i've the only 3DS. played the first one yeah so i don't know what happened in that one to sort of bridge the difference between these two i mean as far as i can remember the first one i only played about half of it i think it was kind of it was almost set up like kind of like a metroidvania in that you kind of you go into one room and you'll get a key to unlock another place and you all sort of backtrack around the same sort of area from what i remember of it this one is a lot more sort of segmented so you've got all these different floors about 13 floors i think and each one is basically a level and you do one at a time and then you'll get um like a, a a button for the, the lift that will take you to another floor when you complete each one. Hmm. So you kind of work through it like that. So um, it's good. It's, it's lovely. Got lovely animation. You know, Luigi sort of reacts to everything, you know, in a terrified manner and really, really well animated. You know, it's, it's lovely to see him. He's, you know, he's full of life and character and everything. Just every little, slight little thing that happens, he freaks out about it. And he got a dog as well in this one. Yeah, he's got like a ghost dog. I think that's from the second one because he sort of appeared with no introduction really in this one. So I presume that's from the second game. Mm. Um, and he kind of appears. He basically sort of hints where you need to go and what you need to do. So if you're stuck, if you're hanging around, not doing anything, he'll sort of pop in and say, you know, 
check out this painting or this door or whatever you know yeah um well I, one thing i really liked about it is there's a there's a rare uh, reference from nintendo to um their their biggest console failure the virtual boy oh really which they don't often you know talk about really but it is done really well he um at some point um professor egad remember from the first game yeah he gives you this device uh called the vb i can't remember what it stands for in the game but it looks like a virtual boy very deliberately um and it's like um it's sort of a, a communicator device that allows you to communicate with him and it's like the menu system basically and it's all kind of red and looks like the games um but he gives it to you and um he he's so impressed with it he jokes that uh, once he sorts out the marketing they're going to fly off the shelves <laughs> <laughs> and i just love that <laughs> you don't often get that from nintendo you know no you don't no it's mm, very good i think oh, it reminds okay. me i th- i'm sure there's a there's a there's a scene in Shenmue 2 although i never saw it when i played where there's um the then president of sega and he's got like boxes and boxes of dreamcasts behind him that he's struggling to sell it just reminded me of that. I'm sure I've seen a screenshot of that somewhere. Um, so yeah, little little sort of self-referential kind of failures in games. Yeah, yeah. It's Nintendo, enjoyable. You're right. Nintendo don't tend to do that so much. Sega do it more, don't they? They did that yeah. whole game Sega Gaga where you they have did. To, yeah. I'm, I'm waiting for that to be translated so we can actually play it. But the, like the whole idea of that is you're you're drafted in to save Sega from failing as a company, aren't you? Yeah. Or something along those lines. Yes, released when Sega were failing as a as a console yeah. developer. So it's really <laughs> it's really interesting. I was reading about that today, funnily enough, actually. Oh. I re- yeah, I really want to sort of find out more about that game because it sounds fascinating. If it ever gets translated, we should do it on the podcast. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, if it ever gets translated, well, it's absolutely going to be yeah. on the show. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, there's that. I've been playing quite a lot of that. Um, a little game I've been playing in between sort of after sessions of that is um, this little platformer called Poly Roll. I saw that in your playlist, yeah. Yeah, it's the little armadillo fella. Very reminiscent of Sonic, but like Master System Game Gear Sonic. Mm. So you, you'll see a lot of things, particular things that those games do that will remind you of it. The way springs work and the way certain things look about it. Obviously very reminiscent of it. And the, the whole flow, it's not about sort of running fast through loops and stuff. It's more about kind of momentum based um platforming you know um it's really nice nice bosses you know nice little sort of more 8-bit graphics and 16-bit it's um it's a lovely little thing that you just play a couple of levels of and then go to bed you know it's um just a nice little thing to pick away at really yeah um that's that's all really i, I haven't been playing loads uh this month but um so that's it really oh, that's quite um, uh, not a huge amount but it's, it's quality of quantity absolutely yeah yeah um, right, so uh, that's an unusual, unusually quick wrap-up of uh, the what we've been playing section, actually, but it leaves all the more space to talk about uh, the bigger things that have been happening yeah. this month. PlayStation um, 5, mate, the future of gaming. 5. That's right. Yeah, we're in the future. So, um, big uh, reveal thing. Uh, the other night, wasn't it? Yeah. Let me t- um, let me tell you. I, I don't want to. I don't want us to peak too soon on our coverage of uh, the PS5, but Sony said it was going to be the future of gaming and they I think we can all agree with they delivered with a shock announcement Grand Theft Auto 5 mate <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what a way to open a show what a brilliant way to no o- open no one expected it no you know, we dared to dream but there we go Grand Theft Auto 5 it's finally here <laughs> it's so weird how that opened the show isn't it that's the last thing you would choose to open the show. just unbelievable 
<laughs> we are in the future, surely. Not yeah. a dry eye in the house when that was released. Yeah, so I know. You. The roof, roofs were raised, yeah. <laughs> um, but generally, what, what, what did you think of the reveal? I, I was impressed, I must yeah. admit. I, 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 I watched it live, um, and I was expecting to see mostly kind of very impressive graphics, fair enough, but like mostly like AAA kind of shooters and sort of typical you know, high-end stuff that you see these days that doesn't tend to appeal to me. Yeah. But I saw a lot of games that I, I I I wouldn't mind playing, actually. A lot more kind of smaller games, a lot more interesting-looking games. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, and it reminded me that PlayStation isn't Xbox. No, it, <laughs> in exactly. In that sense, that's... you know, it's it's a lot more interesting than that, the, game, the lineup of games generally. Absolutely. I, I that's the one th- if I came away with one overarching opinion or, you know, um sentiment from the whole thing, mm. it would be that Nintendo and Sony are re- they've really got the stuff that appeals to me personally as a gamer. Yeah. Um there's just so much so much cool stuff. Yeah, it just kept coming really. I wasn't yeah. expecting it to go on that long and have that many games in it, but it, it, it I was expecting literally like about 5 games maybe. Because yeah. that's all you usually get from these these very first glimpses of games, you know? but they had a truckload of them, didn't they? They had tons of them, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've got a little list of them here. Yeah. Um, I don't know if this is all of them. I think it's most of them. Mm. Um, Spider-Man, Miles Morales. Yeah, yeah. I really like the first game. It's isn't it? Is it like a re? I I remember reading it. It wasn't a sequel. It's kind of like a a reimagining or a, a retelling of the first game from a different standpoint or something along those lines. Uh going by what was in the trailer and what I experienced in the first game, I would say it definitely looks more like a sequel because okay. that character, the sort of Miles Morales, I'm, I'm, I can't remember his name from the game, but I'm assuming it's that. Um, that guy. Um, I don't want to say anything that will spoil anything for anyone playing it. But he is in the first game. And by the end, you will see why he might star in this the second one. So okay. it, narrative speaking, it, it would make a lot more sense for it to be a sequel to me mm. than it would be to be a retelling of the first one. Yeah, because I still haven't played he's, the first one, but you said it was really good. It's really good, yeah. I really liked like swinging around New York and the story is really good as well. Um, so yeah, I definitely recommend it. Um, Gran Turismo Seven, you... not doesn't appeal to me at all, my friend. Uh, I used to like Gran Turismo back. You know, uh, I played a lot of Gran Turismo one and two and three. Yeah. yeah. But I can't say I I've bought them, but I can't say I've put that many hours into the more recent ones. Yeah, so. I I like my racing, arcadey and somewhat ridiculous. You know, yeah. I don't because I don't really drive myself, so I'm not and I'm not bothered about cars. So and like tuning them and all that, so that kind of thing. Nah, all nah. fair enough if you're into that, but it's not for me. I might pick it up if it's got a, if it's got VR support just for okay, just yeah, for the, just for the experience of it. Uh, yeah. But other than that, yeah, I'm not not that excited about it. It'd be mm. you know good for people who like it, but um, yeah, yeah. Um, Ratchet and Clank Rift oh, Apart. Oh yeah, I love the first one. Yeah, I, really, I really like the first one. So yeah, that that looks really. Really, uh, I think it shows off more better than probably any of the others. The this this sort of SSD capabilities of the mm. the console. In that, you, um, if you haven't seen it, it's basically like Ratchet and Clank the first one. So it's a three D platformer, but there's like these sort of rifts in space and time open up, and he sort of immediately jumps into uh, another level essentially without any loading time almost at all. I think. So he literally just goes into this world, and it's, it's suddenly a completely different environment. So that 
you know looks re- really interesting from from something that we from the perspective of something that we haven't seen before you know because previously no console's been able to load a level immediately like that you know i don't want to interrupt you mid thought but did you just strum a guitar <laughs> yes i did no ah, okay. no <laughs> no it's my um the arm thing that holds my microphone has a little ah, um right. springy oh, going mad. springy there you go springy thing on it that I just while gesticulating as you do when you're on a podcast and no one oh, can see, do, yeah. see what you're doing I was gesticulating and it um, strummed like that yeah but yeah <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah. yeah I was really impressed by it I would say I found it a bit hard to follow the gameplay uh, oh yeah yeah so I did that would be my criticism as well it was kind of yeah. nuts wasn't it yeah it was it, it was a point I was like I don't it's nice but I don't really know what's going on it's a bit chaotic, yeah. yeah, which is impressive, you know, from graphics and everything, because all sorts of stuff was going on, but I don't know. I think maybe when you're playing it, you might be able to focus it yeah. a bit better. Sometimes that happens. You'll see a gameplay footage, and it's nuts, but when you're actually playing it, you can sort of zone in on what you're supposed to be doing, and it yeah, might make exactly. a bit more sense. So I'm hoping that'll be the case. Yeah. Stray. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. Go on, describe it. It's a cat. It's a cat in a robot world. And he's got like a little backpack. Yeah, yeah. That looked really nice, actually. Really distinctive sort of art style and everything. Yeah. It's kind of a dystopian-ish future with yeah, like robots. Yeah, presumably all humans are extinct because there's like a a wall in the background that says R.I.P. humans. <laughs> that so. gives you some. <laughs> this yeah. gives you a clue, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, there nice. was no gameplay. It was just a... Um, just like a teaser trailer but yeah i mean it's got a cat with a backpack in it i mean that's a day one purchase for me and i think that's on ps4 as well i think that's a, a ps4 and ps5 i think so okay all right i think um, so because we were i was watching it because my girlfriend loves cats so okay. i i used it i was saying look we've got to get a ps5 he's <laughs> got this game why. about a cat yeah he's got this game about a cat and at the end she said but it's got the ps4 logo on it so what does that mean you can get it on ps4 i was like Ah, um, oh, damn it. Maybe. I don't know. No, no, no. It, no. it doesn't mean so, that yeah, at all. Yeah, it might be a, like a, a dual format thing with that one. So Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm wondering if some of these games are. Um, yeah. Or will at least appear on other formats. I, I reckon some of them will, definitely. The less PSE ones, you know. Yeah. Um, there's quite a long list here. I'm going to yeah. jump to straight to one that I was really happy about, Astrobot. Yeah, yeah. i really, really pleased. Um I hope it because I can't remember what it's called. It's like Astrobot. Astro's Playroom. I've got written down. Astro's Playroom. Yeah. It's, I hope it's just not like a bunch of mini games. Um, I don't think it's going to be a full-on game because from what I've read of it, it it's it's on the PS5 by default. You've got it. It's 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 a it's a pre-installed oh, thing. Oh, okay. And it's it was described as a tech demo of right. the of some feature of the controller that I can't remember what it was. But right. so I'm I'm thinking it's not unfortunately it's not going to be a full on game because when I saw that I was thinking oh wow it's going to be because that I remember you talking about the the VR game Astrobot yeah. and it, it sounded awesome I love and it and I was hoping it would be sort of a sequel to that but I think it's I more was, of a yeah. mini a mini kind of thing it was probably interesting in its own right but not not well with the the PSVR I think it's I think it's on the demo disc that you get that you get packed in with the 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 VR unit. Hmm. Um, there's a, a playroom app uh, on there where it's got like little Astrobot creatures 
and you can play with them in sort of a VR space and it's got like all these sort of um, type tech type demos there yeah so maybe they're gonna maybe it just serves the same sort of purpose there oh that's a bit disappointing but at least astrobot's still getting some development i mean yeah yeah much as i love sony we've we've mentioned before their tendency to just drop things you Mm. know without warning so i really Mm. hope you know astrobot deserves a lot more attention than he's got so far yeah I'm hoping it will be because remember Lucky's Tale started out as a VR thing, didn't it? Yeah. And then it became a, a pl- you know, it's a pl- just a, a version that you could play without VR. I'm hoping the same will be for Astrobot, a so I can play it, and b so that more people can can play it in general. It would definitely work as a a two D game. Yeah. It really would. I mean, just just have it as just release it as a two D as a, a physical copy of the game, but just have a two D mode. I mean, I'm sure mm. it wouldn't. They'd mm. have to tweak some of the levels here and there because some of the stuff it does require you to sort of lean around corners and and avoid things with you moving your head about. Yeah. Um, but I think with a bit of tweaking, they you know it wouldn't take tons and tons and tons of work. I don't think mm. in order to to make a two D playable version of it. So yeah. yeah, yeah, I would hope that they do that somewhere somewhere down mm. the line because yeah, yeah, it deserves more love. Yeah, fingers crossed. Looking at the you know like I say, it's quite quite a. a significant list is there anything particularly that jumped out at you as exciting um yeah sack boy a big adventure yes Uh, it looks like a sort of um uh what's it called mario 3d world that was the name of that one wasn't on the wii u yeah version of little big planet doesn't it yeah that from that sort of angle um i did start playing little big planet 3 but i gave up because you had to use the analog stick rather than the d-pad uh, um, which for two D, well, for plat- two point five D platformers in this case, just doesn't work because you're holding right all the time and you got to stretch your thumb really, all, really uncomfortably across. And I just couldn't do it anymore. It was really frustrating. It put me off. Otherwise, it's, it's an enjoyable game. Yeah, for, yeah. For some reason, you couldn't use the D pad. Was, that was for like, you know, doing expressions and stuff. Which yeah, I think um, Little Big Planet Three is regarded as you know one of the weaker ones in the series because I think it was it was quite rushed. Yeah, and I don't think they had much time to to sort of cobble it together, really. It's um, mm. Sumo Digital who developed it. Sumo, it, yes, it? it was. Yeah, um, and it's them doing this one as well. So hopefully mm. they've had like a you know a good chunk of time to to really get something good together. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, Sackboy's another one of those characters that I really think he's a really uh, you know appealing character. Mm. Um, and the Little Big Planet games are good, and even the Kart game they did um, with Little Big Planet was was I mean it was no Mario Kart, but it was good fun. It was a, mm. a de- decent enough little game. Mm. Um, but it just seemed to be one of those franchises that just seemed to drop from Sony's radar. So it's good yeah. that he's you know back in the spotlight again a little bit. Yeah, yeah, good to see him. Um, Oddworld, you like? Oh Oddworld? yeah, yeah. Um, I never played. I want to play that series. It looks good. Mm. Um, I'm not looking for things to complain about, <laughs> but Oddworld, like originally going back um, when the first Oddworld came out, um, mm. it was supposed to be a, a quintology, the Oddworld quintology or uh, pentology. It's meant to be yeah, five of them five, anyway. Yeah. Um, and they released Abe's Odyssey, and then they released Abe's Exodus, which wasn't yeah. part of the five. Okay. Um, and then they had Munch's Odyssey, which was the second one, mm-hmm. and Stranger's Wrath, which was the third one, and I think that was it. I don't. And then it stopped. 
Yes. So then they remade Abe's Odyssey again, like a few years ago. Um, they did like a modern remake of it. Yeah. And this one, Oddworld Soulstorm, is a remake of Abe's Exodus, which was oh, is the, it? Yeah. Oh, or, I thought it was or like a, whole a reimagining of, oh, of Abe's Exodus. I thought it was a whole new instalment. No, and that that's the crux of my thing. It's like, I love yeah. Oddworld, mm. but I want a new Oddworld game. Well, the, I don't, yeah. I don't, want, I don't want a remake. Just make something, make a new Oddworld game. Yeah, that's and right. I, it, 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 I swear, if the next one is going to, if the next one they announce after this is going to be a remake of Munch's Odyssey <laughs> or Stranger's Wrath, yeah, I, I, I'm done with Oddworld. I just want a new Oddworld game. That seems odd. Yeah. Uh, well, no pun intended. Hey. <laughs> um, because yeah, from what all I've read about it. There is more plans to the, to the saga, mm. so the fact that they wouldn't go—I mean, maybe he just wants to up, up it because it's like a guy. What's his name? Lorne Lanning. Yeah, maybe he wants to update them all first before he does the new ones. He followed but, me on Twitter for a bit, and I don't know he? why. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and then he stopped. <laughs> I don't blame him. Most people no. do that, but yeah, that was odd. I don't know why that was. I don't yeah. know. You just yeah, a good one. Yeah, um, cool. but yeah, yeah, it's it's like a real passion. Tibbs left channel and disconnected. Oh, we seem to have lost Tibbs. Um, okay, I'm sure he'll come back in a second. Hold, please. Tibbs connected and entered channel. Hello. Uh-oh. What happened? I don't know. I... That was you. It said Tibbs disconnected. Tibbs disconnected. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh well, welcome back. Um, oh, thank you, um, Lord Lanning. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, 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 so I was saying, I don't know what point I got to before everything collapsed like a like a house of biscuits. But um, it's a passion project for him, I think, Oddworld, and I would like to see him explore it a bit further rather than just retreading old ground a bit. Um, yeah. To be fair, looking at the trailer for um, Soulstorm, it. They, it, it's a significant remake and reimagining. It oh, looks, yeah, yeah. you know, it's really, it's really quite a an achievement what they've what they've done to to upgrade it and bring it up to date. But still, mm. I'd like to I'd like to see other parts of the odd world mythos. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a two D game, fundamentally, isn't it? It looks yeah. like that to me, anyway. So, you know, gameplay wise, there's only so much you can do that would be significantly different i would have thought it's just really just cosmetic isn't it i'd have thought so i mean yeah. but it does look the, the gameplay looks because i mean the original abe's odyssey and abe's exodus are kind of um if you played the original prince of persia mm. it's kind of that sort of slow play slow paced yeah. sort of platforming that kind of way yeah uh the trailer for soulstorm made it look uh, you know a lot a lot more frenetic than yes there was a lot of explosions and yeah. things wasn't there yeah yeah mm. so you know it'd be interesting to see what they've what they've done with it all mm. um bug snacks yeah bug snacks what the hell is that <laughs> <laughs> i love that that was in there because oh sorry guitar from again i love that that was in there because it's just it's it's not what you would put in a in a like a revolutionary new <laughs> console thing, is it? Because it's just no. like a not. It's from the makers of Octodad, wasn't it? Yes. Did you ever play that? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah, it's, good, it's a good fun game. Um, it, it, we don't even know what genre it is. Or what it, it's like 
people who eat food and then turn into parts of their body turn into that food. Yeah. And that's a game somehow. That's we don't really know what how. We've got. But um, yeah, I love it. It's brilliant. <laughs> I can like I mean, a strawberry though. A yeah, strawberry. the little strawberry, cute strawberry, strawberry. And then he just yeah, yeah, they were it was a cute little strawberry, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Mm, don't know if I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. Can't say I agree with that. I'm against it. But Yeah. Yeah, he look he looks really interesting. It's it, that's the kind of stuff I love though. I love like weird, colourful, yeah. quirky it you know, I don't know if it's experimental because we don't even know what it is, but you know what I mean, just just bizarre games. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I do, that's why I said I was genuinely surprised to see things like that in there because it just shows that they're they're really looking for something diverse and not just the same old stuff, you know. It's um, it's great to see. I'm I'm glad it was in there, yeah, definitely. What was the cartoon one with the dinosaurs with the big long faces? Oh yeah, that yeah. It was like um, uh, it's all in cartoon, yeah, cartoon, and they were um, high school students, but they were dinosaurs. They were all dinosaurs. They, they had like you know feelings and experiences and things. Yeah, yeah. I just thought their faces were too long. I don't know yeah, if it's. The, a, yeah, but I they are dinosaurs. Well, they fair. are. Yeah, but I mean, you know, we don't want to. You know, some dinosaurs had short faces, didn't they? Yeah. You know. Yeah, Pachycephalosaurus just had a big head. <laughs> you know, his face was comparatively short. Do you reckon at some point in the game they make the joke, um, "Why the long face?" <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. I genuinely hope me so. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if it's for me. I just remember uh, it looks good. I mean, you know, if if art wise, I'm not saying it's it's a bad game. It probably is probably really good. But I just saw, mm. well, that face is a bit long. That was my yeah. takeaway from that. Um, Hitman Three. Mm, yeah, I've got the second one. Um, I haven't played it yet. Um, I want. I, I do want to. So yeah, more of that. That'll be fine. Uh, I had. Um, I don't know if you remember this by its title, but Kena Bridge of Spirits looked quite good. It was. It's, yes. It's kind of. It reminded me of. Uh, it's a bit Zelda-y, I think. Yeah, is that the one with um, the little little soot creatures? Yeah, little, I think so. Little fuzzy uh, things. It was a girl, sort of um, kind of uh, not anime, but kind of anime-like proportions um, in a sort of a forest with the bow and arrow and stuff like that. I think there are little creatures in it as well. Yeah, I think so. yes. Yeah, I think that's the one. Yeah, it yeah. reminded me, um, if you've ever seen any of Studio Ghibli films, particularly yes. Spirited Away, it just reminded yeah. me of the little soot creatures from there. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that that looks really good. Yeah, um, that's that's oh, um, destruction all stars. It was basically like a combat oh. kind of re- um, arena vehicular yeah. combat thing. Um, I didn't like it at first when it started. I was like, I don't know if I like these characters. Yeah, a bit. It's Fortnitey, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's a bit like oh. But then when I saw it was car combat, the, I thought the oh, gameplay. Yes. The gameplay itself looks really fun. It looks really good. It looks yeah. really. Um, like um, Twisted Metal, Vigilante mm. 7, that kind of thing. Yeah, Carmageddon um, as well. I used Carmageddon. to love Carmageddon 2 on the PC. I played that for ages yeah. back in the day. So I, I love a bit of vehicular combat. Yeah, I mean, I was watching a, a YouTube video um, where it was lamenting the... the oh, I think it was Matt McMuscles. He did a, I think it was him. Um, a YouTube video where he was talking about the um, how car combat as a genre has sort of died out. Yeah. Um, so it's really good to see a new car combat game because, mm. uh, yeah, I, it looks really good fun. It looks mm. fantastic. Hmm. Resident Evil Village? Resident yeah, Evil not touching that with a barge pole. Thank you very much. <laughs> 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 um, 
yeah, I'll probably give it a go because I, I do I do like the Resident Evil games. Um, everyone's been taking the mick out of the fact that Chris Redfield, who's a recurring character in the Resident Evil games, looks completely different in every single game. Yeah. There's no consistency in his character design whatsoever. Right. <laughs> um, Horizon, new Horizon game. Oh that yeah, looks, yeah, of course. That looks yeah. pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um, as I, yeah, I, I mentioned feelings about the first one in the last episode, but yeah, it looks um, it certainly looks impressive. Um, yeah. It's interesting that all you know when you would see graphics like this and sort of story based, not actual gameplay footage, but kind of you know sort of story based footage. In previous generations, you would say that was pre rendered, but mm. presumably it doesn't need to be at all anymore, does it? That's that's no. the footage. That's the actual you know real time thing, isn't it? So yeah, very impressive. I can't remember which trailer it was I was watching. I I can't remember which one it was now, but I do remember thinking at the time. Uh, it must. It might have been Grand. Yeah, it was Gran Turismo. It's a Gran Turismo Seven trailer. Yeah. I remember thinking then, when the original, when I played the original Gran, Gran Turismo when I was in school, mm. if you'd have showed me that, if you could have shown me this is what it's going to look like one day. Yeah. I just wouldn't have believed it. No. I really wouldn't. Oh, have certainly believed not. It. No, no, no. You know, you and it's you know we kind of take these graphics for granted now, but it's like it really is stunning what they can do. Oh, it just it looks almost like real, just literally like real cars. Yeah. I mean, humans. They're still. It's still. It's going to be very, very difficult to make it make you believe that they're real humans, but um, cars. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, re- I mean, I remember even um, like one of the first games I got on my PlayStation was Tomb Raider, mm. and watching the intro to that, the, the the pre-rendered FMVs for the intro, and thinking graphics can't get any better than that. Yeah. Just and, and, this is and, it. They can't get any better than that. Yeah. And knowing that it's pre-rendered, and thinking about the time when you'll be able to play graphics yeah. and look as good as the pre-rendered stuff, and yeah. that you know that happened, you know. About 10, well, 10, 15, 20 years ago, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we're way past amazing. that now. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it is always funny how each generation you can't really look beyond the graphical capabilities of what it is now because you know PlayStation, you you really think, wow, this is literally as good as it gets. You know, yeah. <laughs> you can't literally cannot imagine it looking better than that. It's really no. funny, isn't it? It is mm. amazing, yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, like like we said at the beginning, I think the the the, the the show was stolen by Grand Theft Auto Five Enhanced. Of course, um, you know. But yeah. Thank goodness they're uh, they're bringing that out. I mean, you know. Finally. I mean, yeah. It's weird a long time. Yeah. Um. The, the before we leave that, the the look of the console. How, what, what? What? How do you feel about that? I don't mind it. I mean. No, I don't mind it. I think like it's fine. You know. People have been taking a mick out of the PlayStation designs for as long as they've been about. Since yeah. at least PlayStation 2. I remember everyone saying PlayStation 2 looked like a VCR and it looked all old-fashioned. Mm. And I remember um, when PS3 was announced, they said, oh, it looks like a George Foreman grill. Yeah, or a uh, bread bin. Or bread yeah. bin, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, a re- uh, to be fair, the, that orig- do you remember the original Boomerang controller design? Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, you know, that deserved all the mockery it got. <laughs> yeah. But g- generally speaking, it's, it's just tradition to take the mickey out of how it looks. I think yeah. it looks all right. I think it looks quite nice. Yeah, people are saying it looks like a router, but, you know. I mean, it does so look what? a bit it's... like a router, but, I mean, it's a, it's a good-looking router. But, yeah, but that's what a, a box with 
technical stuff in it looks like. I mean, there's how yeah, many... there's only so many variations yeah. you can have on a on a rectangular box in there. What do you want it look to look like? A massive donut, like a, yeah. a, a Statue of Liberty? You know what? What? What do you want? You know, it's well, a box at the end of the day. Those dev kit. Can you imagine the response if you yeah. really see it looking like the dev kit? <laughs> yeah. Big V in the middle. Yeah, yeah. You know, I quite so... like that. I think that'd be quite cool. Oh yeah, in a, in a I'd weird probably way. have one of those as yeah. well. To be honest, if I can get my hands on one, but yeah. Yeah, no, I have got no complaints with the design. Um I think the price point there's there's been a, a um a listing go up on Play Asia for pre orders and they've they've put a six hundred and ninety nine dollar price tag on it. Um that's probably <laughs> that's, a placeholder. You would but hope so, yeah. yeah. I'm thinking it is gonna be around the five or six hundred pound mark. Mm. It's um it seems to be a physically massive console, doesn't it? Going it by does, the size yeah. of the disk drive. Ah, um, the disk drive, yes. What do you another... think of the um the decision to release two versions, the the superb disk drive version and yeah. the filthy digital-only version. Yeah, I just don't get it. I mean, what's the advantage of the digital-only version? What does it have that the, the disk one doesn't have? I suppose it'll be about 50 quid cheaper. Possibly, yeah. That'll be about it, I think. Yeah, yeah. I did um, think maybe it's got a bigger hard drive, but then again, you need to install the games anyway on the disk one. So, you know... That's not been confirmed. Do you have to install games from the? Uh, can games not run from the disk? Oh, uh, I, I don't know. Well, if it wants to make the use of the SSD, it'll have to oh, install it. Oh, that's true. Yeah, they? yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that's the current case for the current PS4, isn't it? Yeah, it has to install it, doesn't it? Not all games. Some games have oh, mandatory okay. installs. Some games can run from the disk. Um, Xbox, okay. everything has to be installed before you yeah. can run it, um, yeah. which I I hate. Yeah. Um, just because it takes so long. It's ridiculous, isn't it? It takes so long. Um. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, you're right. If it's going to use the SSD, it is going to have to be installed at some point. So yeah, I don't know if there's any advantage at all, unless you're one of those people who don't like to own the things they buy. Mm. You know, if you like, you know, not being able to play your games because Konami throws a fit and decides to take everything off the store. Mm. I'm still, I'm still sore about PT being taken down because I, I've never got the chance to play it. Um. Mm. Yeah. Um. Uh, I don't like it. Mm. But the disk drive one, lovely, beautiful. Yeah, good that they're still going on with it, you know, for this generation anyway. The, um, uh, yeah, I was going to say, the only thing is, if it, if the digital only one excels the physical one, then... Yeah, we need to make sure that doesn't happen. We need to make sure that By um, taking out loans and buying as many consoles as we can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the only way, I'm afraid. Second mortgages all around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need to, sorry, hon, I need to buy 50 PS5s. Don't ask why, I just do. It's for the greater good. <laughs> 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 yeah, okay. Um anything else on the PS5 front? Um controllers look nice. Um, yeah, yeah, nice control. Oh, the only thing I would say is white. I mean I mean is do we do we still need to be worried about yellowing in about 10 15 years time? Is that still a thing? To yeah. be honest. Um, yeah, I'm not because we know from the snares and the dreamcast that it's white isn't really a good idea, is it really? No, it is probably not going to age fantastically. Um, no. Having I mean, said that, I, I've not, I haven't seen a, a yellow um, 360. Have you? Um, I've got a couple of yellowy ones, broken ones, in my parts bin, but I think that's more the results of nicotine and the environment ah, yeah, rather yeah. than, than ageing. Yeah, because um, mine's still not too bad. They're not plastic, though, are they? It's a, it's a metal... Ah. It's more of a metallic... Okay, fair enough. Thing, um, I don't know. I don't know what the what the state of um, 
you know plastic chemistry is these days they might have found mm. new chemicals to because it was the, the theory is it was um the flame retardant um the chemicals that they added to yeah. it that causes the reaction so mm. maybe you know in the intervening decades they found a new way to to do that without yellowing but you'd hope so wouldn't you yeah the benefit of it being white is it's not going to get you know, it's not not going to be such an obvious dust magnet as like a glossy white, uh, a That's glossy true. black um, PS3, for instance. Um, yeah, yeah. And it does look like it's from the um, renders that I saw. It does look like it's a matte, textured plastic rather than sort of glossy. So, mm. yes. um, I prefer that because again, it yeah. just look, it looks cleaner. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, I can't think of anything else uh, no. to say about it. Um, Should we quickly touch on the, the far bigger um, hardware news of the last couple of weeks? The uh, the Game Gear Micro. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that <laughs> happened, didn't it? Yeah. That happened. <laughs> <laughs> this um, bizarre thing. Because that, did you, this this guy from Famitsu magazine, I think it was, who's, who, who a week ahead said he's got some amazing news coming from Sega, didn't he? Yeah. And everyone got all really hyped. Oh, it's going to be a new console. They're going to merge with Microsoft or something like that. No, what did we get? We got two things. We got Game Gear Micros. And we got some sort of fog thing that I still don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about the fog thing. Uh, The fog thing is um, they're going to take arcade machines. Because apparently arcades are still a big thing in Japan. I didn't know that. Um, And they're going to run some sort of cloud-based sort of fog-based as they're calling servers in them to allow you to play them from home and to um have like general kind of cloud-based um stuff going on or something like that are they seriously calling it fog yeah i think so fog gaming (laughs) oh i hate that i hate that i hate cloud i hate cloud oh yeah i know in the cloud in the cloud in the fog, which is all around us, it's not up there; it's all around us. You know. I upload my files to the cloud. It's an FTP server. Yeah, that's what it is. You tied <laughs> it up with things, but it's an FTP server. Oh no, it's in the cloud, mate. Oh yeah, I love it. Um, yeah. No, uh, fog. I hate that. Um, mm. When you said fog, and then you said arcades, I envisioned it was some kind of like immersive smoke machine that reacted dynamically <laughs> to the events on screen, or something like House of the Dead, and it'd be like all foggy around. Well, you. that would be far more interesting, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. But no, obviously, you know. Well, apparently that not. that was the that was the game changing news that this guy said was going to shake up the whole games industry. But I don't know what the hell he's thinking. I, you know, I don't know. Dreadful. But uh, the, the Game Gear Micro, which came out just before i mean it's it's kind of it's kind of sega really isn't it do it you know a bit of the old school kind of sega nuts idea literally this really tiny i mean it's it's an interesting thing to be able to play a game that's that small not a very practical thing but you know it's a thing nonetheless so you know i didn't order one but people will people will um i wouldn't mind seeing one in action though just to see how playable it is and what it looks like about I love the Game Gear, but the original full-size, uh, some of the games aren't all that playable then. Uh, no, so I can't no, imagine no, no. they translate it's not got, well to a small screen. It's not got the best library to begin with, really, does it? To be it's, fair. it's the fact, like, particularly Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Um, the view is so limited, you can't see anything that's coming <laughs> towards you. I know. <laughs> but um, I enjoyed yeah. it when I was a kid. Yeah. A, um, eight centimetres wide it is. Um, mm. Four... Uh, four centimeters high, so it's um it's pretty tiny. 
And there's four versions of it, aren't there? There's four versions, and if you buy all four, you get a magnifying thing that goes on top of it so you can actually see what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, so, it's so daft. It is, yeah. It's, it's so daft, daft, yeah. Yeah, it's daft, but I kind of like it in, in, at the same time, you know, because it's just nuts, you know. It's, it's What's just, the price point on it, do we know? They're about $50 a pop, I think. Oh, that's for a each bit one. too much. It is a bit, yeah, and you only get four games on each, and they're all different. Uh, it's a, it, I would say it's only a, Jap- a Japanese-only thing at the moment, so they're all yeah. a lot of them are Japanese-oriented games, many of which I've never heard of. See, um, if they'd have done a Game, a game Gear Micro or Game Gear Mini, where hmm. it's you know, a little bit smaller than the original Game Gear, Yeah, you know, they could certainly thin it down because half the, the case is just taken up by the batteries. <laughs> yes. You know, so you could put in like a nice, you know, a, a thin battery in there, a modern mm. modern flat screen, so you you could condense the original one down, and just have a selection of games on there in the same style as the the NES Mini um, and things like that. That might have been something interesting, but these super yeah. little tiny ones, I don't know. It's good as a gimmick, but I. If... I think that's all it's intended to be. To be honest, yeah. I mean, you can't really expect people to sit and play things something that small. I don't think really can you. I don't know. I wouldn't have thought so. No, but no. Yeah. Anyway, it's a th- it's a thing that happened, and everyone I'd was a bit disappointed. I'd bought them if they were cheaper. Yeah. I would, yeah. but you know, fifty. That's two hundred quid for four. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> four mini ones and a. And a... <laughs> And a magnifier. <laughs> and a magnifying glass, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's something to, to play once for a minute and sit on the shelf for the rest of your life, I think. Yeah, exactly. Sadly. But, yeah, there you go. People will well, buy them, I think. Hopefully, it's just Sega gearing up for some more ambitious hardware projects. So they're just checking the machinery still working. They oiled mm. all the gears, yeah. fired up the machines again, and they thought, right, mm. before we put out Dreamcast 2... Let's just put something small out just to see if the you know the the conveyor belts conveyor belt still works. They've churned out these. Yeah. I love that. That's an ex- instruction from above, and someone said, "Right, some, they want something small." Right, got it. <laughs> 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 but you want something small. <laughs> they said I was mad, but here <laughs> they've come to me now. My Game Gear idea. Yeah. So incoming indie. Yeah. Um, that's yeah, uh, Hot Shot Racing. Have you seen oh, this? No. It's uh, back to Sega. Actually, it's very Sega E arcade racer. So it's um, it's very simple graphics, untextured, low polygons, um, but very smooth, sixty frames per second. Lovely kind of drifting around Ooh, a bit Daytona, yeah. a bit um, Sega Rally, maybe a bit kind of uh, what's that? Virtual Racing, certainly in the looks department. Yeah. Uh, uh, very very nice. Lots of drifting and stuff. Um, made by a former Burnout dev. Oh, cool. And with help from Sumo Digital, who are providing their proprietary racing engine. So Do you know what it reminds me really of? Yeah. Do you remember that game? It, I think it was cancelled. It was a Kickstarter thing or an Indiegogo thing a while ago, and it was like it was literally called like '90s Retro Arcade Racing. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sort of, yeah, sort of somewhere between Virtual Racing and Daytona style sort of graphics and. But yeah, it, lo- it looks that it puts me in the mind of that. It looks really good. Yeah, yeah. I was following it for a while. So it used to be called Racing Apex, and it used to be have a sort of um, um, more of a combat element to it, like the cars had guns on it and stuff. Okay. But I think, yeah, I think for this, it, it kind of works better without the guns because then you get that more of a pure arcadey kind of feel to it, you know. And it's, um, it's yeah, it looks really, really nice, and it's coming 
summer 2020 to Steam, Xbox One, PS4, and Switch. Awesome. Looks really, really nice. It does. I'm looking at the the little yeah. curved digital site for it now. Um, the screenshots look amazing. It's got like a little trailer, but I'll watch that later. Yeah. Uh, it's got yeah, a couple of interesting great. modes. It's called Drive or Explode mode, which is basically the movie speed, where you have a, <laughs> a minimum speed that you need to hit um, unless, and, uh, before it explodes, basically. So you have to keep going. Mm. <laughs> and then there's cops and robbers mode, um, where the robbers, if they're caught, they become the cops, and you chase. You start to have to chase. It's like tag, I think. Mm. The the um, drive or explode or whatever it was. That sounds like that'd be a great a great online mode as well. Yeah, that'd be it does, yeah. you know tons of people on the track all at yeah. once, all racing. That sounds like that'd be great fun. Yeah, I think it's got eight player online capabilities. So oh, brilliant. Yeah, should be good. Yeah, great. Split screen, local, and everything. Right, so we crack on with the main event then. The main event. The main event was Katamari Damasi. Katamari Damasi. Yes. Yes, more duets later. Um, yeah, brilliant game. I uh, Well, spoiler up before we get into it. I, I was going to say, well, there we go. Yeah. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to tell you why in a minute, but I absolutely love this game. Oh, that okay. was brilliant. Okay, but uh, yeah, we'll we'll discuss more before I let before I let the cat out of the bag. Let's uh, let's uh, leave you with a, sl- a short break where we'll probably yes. put some lovely Katamari Damacy music in, um, and then we'll come back and talk about it. Welcome back. This month we're talking about Katamari Damacy. Yes. Uh, developed and published by Namco. Um, originally released for the PS2 in March 2004 and September for the US. But it didn't originally see a release in Europe. I didn't realise this until I until I read about it. I didn't realise yeah, it didn't, didn't come out here. No. Um, I actually played it because you played the Switch version, yeah. didn't you? Yeah. Um, I played my... Um, I originally got the PS2 version. Mm. Um, obviously on import. And the American one was very expensive, so I opted ah. for the Japanese one. Um, it's all in Japanese, oddly. Um, <laughs> oh, right. Who'd have thought? Yeah. Oh, I mean, some games you get. Well, you know, they're, yes, they're Japanese, no, but I it's know, all yeah, in yeah, English. Yeah. Or this, you know, but this yeah. one, no. No, it's it's all it's all in Japanese. So, mm. um, But luckily, you know, I, I'm familiar with the lore of the game. So, yes. I mean, you'll miss out on some of the, a lot of the humour in the game. Yes. But uh, as gameplay-wise, you'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, you'll be fine if you pick it up, yeah. um, the Japanese one. But, <clears throat> yeah. yeah, what do you think? Um, I think it's really good. <laughs> I, I have to say, I've, I've, I've noticed our commentary on the PS5 reveal was basically, 
That looked good. Yeah. That that also looked good. Well, yeah. That that too looked good. <laughs> and now our verdict on Katamari, it was good. It was good. We're going to go in more detail because I've got a lot of notes on it. But overall, yeah. yeah, I really really loved it actually. Um, it's just it's basic. Let's let's describe the 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 formula in case no one's in case someone's never played it or heard of it. So, basically, after a drunken stupor, the king of all cosmos realises he has destroyed basically everything in the universe apart from Earth. And he sends his five-centimetre-tall son, the prince, to go to Earth and collect enough material to recreate all of the stars and constellations he has destroyed. You control the prince as he rolls a ball known as the Katamari around houses, gardens and towns. Any object it touches that is smaller than the Katamari will stick to it and thus make it bigger. The bigger the Katamari, the bigger objects can be added to it. For most levels, the king will assign a target size to aim for and time in which it must be completed. If you complete the level within the time, it transforms into a score attack in which you see how much bigger you can make the Katamari before time runs out. I mean, it, it sounds cliche to begin with, but if you give it a chance, you know, <laughs> yeah. if you ignore the fact that it's... it's this so done-to-death formula, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just... So, it, the gameplay mechanic was just so simple and so yeah. addictive, yeah. It, it really was like um, the, the the epitome of a perfect um, game mechanic because it didn't have you know any extra kind of power ups or mechanics or special moves or anything like that and it was essentially the same mechanic over and over again but it was so good you just don't care no, because you don't care. it's just it doesn't need any any bells and whistles it's just no. a, a good fun mechanic and yeah. that's it that's all you need yeah I mean. Before we go into more, more of it, we should just say how nuts the presentation is, <laughs> because it's just it, it's very Japanese, isn't it? It's yeah. the most Japanese game I've ever seen <laughs> that was released uh, outside Japan, anyway, I suppose. But yeah, it's it's got this. I don't even know how to describe the art style. It's I I I believe the vast majority of the art, especially particularly in the cutscenes as well, yeah, uh, was all done by uh, the director. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna mess up his name. Um, yeah. I believe it's Keita Takahashi. That's what I would say as well. Yeah, it's all his artwork. I love his art style. Yeah, he, he, he you know he does art outside of games as well. Mm. Um, and I just I just love his 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 style of art. It's just really fun and. And unique and engaging, and it's it's weird. Yeah, I love it. I did a bit of research on him. He's um he's a sculptor who was hired by Namco for his kind of surreal and humorous capabilities. Mm. Um, but he did when he got there, he disliked the the series of sequels that they they were putting out. He wanted to make something original that made people happy, contrasting with the violent games that were around at the time. Yeah, um, and this was 2004, so that was that they were pretty prevalent at that time. Where you had the Grand Theft Autos and things trying to be like it. So I can see how this is, would have been a huge breath of fresh air at that sort of time, wouldn't it? Yeah, definitely. The, Namco, as I said, they, they were they were sort of insistent on him adding power ups and objectives and all sorts of things because they didn't really believe in the that, that people will like such a simple idea. But he was very he he seems to be like a very kind of. Um, determined guy with what he wants to do and he said he wasn't having any of it he he, he knew what he wanted to make um and yeah he's made a great game yeah i mean uh, particularly what you said he wanted to make something that makes people happy yeah that really has been sort of a defining characteristic of his games um mm. i don't know if you've played any of his other games that he's made like uh nobby nobby boy no <laughs> what's that <laughs> 
Nobby Nobby Boy is you you play as the titular Nobby Nobby Boy, of course. Um, and you just he's like a uh, he's got like a, a stretchy body, and you okay. wander around and you eat things, and every time you eat something, his body grows. Okay, and you have to see how far you can get his body to grow. But it, when it was released originally, uh, it, everyone who played online would contribute to a big giant boy. Um, that everyone contributed to, and he would stretch into space. <laughs> and I think I I think he's like reached the edge of the solar system by now. Oh wow! I think people are still playing it, and it's just it's just a weird game. That's really and cool. And another game he's done recently is Watam on PS4. Ah, uh, that I've heard of. Yeah, um, um, I actually got my I ordered the physical copy from IM8 Bit, and that actually came today coincidentally. So okay. remind me of what that is. I I. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to you describe can. it. You, your little creatures. Uh, yeah. You can be like a tree or a toilet or a poo. Um, yeah. If you are a poo and you go in the toilet, you come out as a golden poo. Right. Um, there's an island with a face on it and he floats about. It's weird. Okay. But it makes you smile. It makes you Yeah, it, that would make me smile. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. just a really, really good... It's, yeah, it's a really sort good of feel-good experiences, yeah. It's, yeah, it's great. But, yeah. um, yeah, so Katamari, I think, is, you know, it, it, it was his first game, but I think it really set up the... A statement of intent for what you wanted to do with games, I think. Sounds like it, yeah. The um, when you're in the levels as well, there's a there's even a visual style to that as well because I think almost by by nature of it of the mechanic, this Katamari gets bigger and bigger, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But but because of that, you'll need they need to be able to have lots of objects on screen at once. So all those objects need to be very very simple, and rather than looking crap, they look really funny. Yeah. Because the way they've been designed and the way they animate is so simple. Like, um, like you'll have a person and he's literally got almost like two frames of movement with his legs moving. Yeah. But it doesn't look rubbish. It looks hilarious. Yeah. They I was look brilliant. Say, like, you, you roll over like a little, like a pig or a, a dog or something. Yeah. And they just got their little four legs just kicking back and forward. Yeah. It's just yeah. it's hilarious. It's it's minimalistic, but it just it works. It remind actually it reminded me of almost the 3D equivalent of Undertale. It was sort yeah, of this deliberately actually, yeah. crude visual style that just works really well. Um, yeah. yeah, and I loved it. I think it looked brilliant. Going back to the gameplay mechanics, I mean, it just works for level design really, really well because you'll start out with a very small catamaran that's as big as the prince who's five centimetres tall. So you're very, very small and you'll see objects around and you'll be in like a room of a house or in a garden or something. You're very small. You've got big animals wandering around that can sort of knock your Katamari away and knock objects off of it. So you can only pick up little things. And then gradually your ball gets bigger and you get big enough to then consume the animals that were knocking you about before. Um, so I loved I loved the first moment where I picked up a cat. Because <laughs> it was just brilliant. Because this cat and the way it goes... Yeah. <laughs> It's just, and the way, as again, the way they move around, and it's just so funny. Just looking at it is funny, you know. Mm. And it's just being able to pick him up in this big ball and roll around, and I just, I found myself laughing just through yeah. the virtue of what I was look, what I was playing. You know, it's just so funny. Yeah. And but the, but the great thing about the level design is you can be in the same area and the level will change depending on how big you are because suddenly you can pick up these bigger things and what were obstacles before are now collectibles. 
and so you can go around the same area and it's constantly changing you don't have to move to a different place yeah so you, exactly, or you can yeah. go to back to a different part of it and suddenly it's a completely different ball game and that c- comes across more later in the later levels where your katamari is big enough to start consuming you know cars and buildings in a city and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and you're rolling around the city then you go back to it and you can just literally roll right over it and pick up all these buildings and things that were that were obstacles before and i thought that was amazing yeah it is, it is. it's just an amazing um idea it's, uh, it's so simple it's so simple it's, yeah, it's exactly. such a simple, so simple idea i can't believe it hasn't been done before but it just as a gameplay mechanic it works so well i can't get, yeah. i can't get over it no it is it's <laughs> it's I think gaming is one of those hobbies where it's increasingly hard to to come up with a, a really unique idea for a game. I yeah, think. you know, one. It's kind of like films as well. I think if you were to ask yeah. someone to come up with a completely new film, a, a new genre of film that no one had ever seen before, mm. that's such a tall order. And yes. It's the same with games. If you're going to make something, you know, that's completely unlike any game that's come before it. Mm. That's really difficult to do, and I think it's even harder to do it and make it work. Um, yes, yeah. You know, Katamari. You know, I think it succeeds on both counts. You know, it's mm. it's completely unlike anything else I'd ever played. And even if I were to you know, look back and like research, I don't think you could find anything like Katamari. No. And to have it just work so pitch perfectly on the first attempt, I yeah. think is 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 a it's really an achievement yeah definitely and it's the first game in the series there are several more mm. as well um i know that uh, keita takahashi only worked on the second one as mm. well because he didn't want to make again he didn't like sequels so he didn't want to make it into a franchise he wanted to stand no. to stand on its own he only agreed to do the sequel because they made it clear that they were going to do it with or without him basically yeah so he was pointing to that, and then they've made other, uh, not loads, but a few others, haven't they? So they have, yeah, yeah. There's I love Katamari. Yeah, so there's we we love Katamari as the sequel. Yeah. Uh, Me and my Katamari for the PSP, beautiful Katamari on the 360, Katamari Forever on PS3, which I think is sort of a compilation kind of thing. Touch my Katamari. I touch my Katamari. The wonderfully named Touch My Katamari for the <laughs> PS Vita. And there's a few smaller hand um, mobile games and stuff. Hmm. So I, I haven't. Re- I think I played the demo of Beautiful Katamari, but I can't remember much about it compared to this. Um, have you played any, any of the others? I haven't played too many of the others. Hmm. Um, they're basically is is mostly the same. They do yeah. add a, a, f- a few new mechanics, like they'll have things. Um, so you have to reach a certain temperature on the Katamari. So you have to collect hot objects to to reach a like a certain temperature rather than a certain size okay that's quite cool um so there's there are sort of cool ideas like that that they've added to it along the way um they're all good um i don't think i i haven't played i haven't played them all but i haven't played any that i thought oh no that's that's not a good katamari game. yeah yeah um i'd recommend because i i think they're really they really are um keita takashi's babies really um yes. So if you were to play them, I would recommend playing the ones that he was directly involved in. Mm. Um, but if you can't track them down for any reason, you you just wanted to experience the you know what the game is about, you could pick up any of them, and uh, you're you're gonna get you're gonna have fun with you know with the mechanics. Yeah, that's the impression I get. They don't. I don't think they mi- mess with them too much. No. So I mean, the the basic level is to you've got a t- target size and a target time to do it in. And then you'll you'll make a constellation if you get if you manage to get that. And then there's other variations of that as well, like getting as many as you can of a certain object. And there's another one where you only need one of an of a, of a type of object, like a cow or something. Yeah. And it's really easy to get it, and the level ends immediately. 
I didn't get a chance to go back to these after just doing that. But I guess that the aim of those levels is to just build the catamaran as high as you can before you accidentally touch a, a yeah. cow. Is that right? Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was so that was quite interesting, you know. But but yeah, fundamentally, the the gameplay doesn't really change much, and you could call it repetitive. But I I didn't care because it was brilliant, and the fact that it keeps growing gradually. So you'll start off with a five centimeter one, and your target will be you know a meter for the first level or two. I can't remember now. But then the the target's getting higher, and the starting Katamari gets bigger as well. And there's only like three different environments or something like that, isn't there, really? So you do revisit the same environments over and over again, but with different object layouts. So it's always mixed up a bit with different targets. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it kept it definitely keeps you interested. It's, I think it's about, it it's about four hours long, something like that. It's not a super long game. It's not super long, I think long, it, no, it doesn't but... outstay its welcome. No. But it's. It, I think it's just it's just long enough, I would say. You know, and there's yeah. plenty of replay value in, in trying to get bigger Katamaris and all those levels and get your be- your best score and everything. That's the thing, and it is just it's just one of those games you can pick up and play if you just want to to you know just you don't want to get involved in a big story. Hmm. You just want to have fun. It's it's got you know like you might pick up a you know sort of Pac-Man or Sonic or yeah. you know just one of those games where you know the debate. It's just just a pick up and play game. It's the only way I can describe it's it. Um, the perfect game for me right now. Because I'm not looking for too many of those big experiences to 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 dive dive into. I just don't have the time for them. So it is the perfect. That is exactly the perfect kind of game for me at the moment. So that is why I loved playing it so much. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've got to talk about the the king of all cosmos, haven't we? Because yes. he's a brilliant character. <laughs> <laughs> he's he has very little confidence in you as the prince, doesn't he? Yes. He's constantly berating you. Constantly. He talks about himself in, as we, doesn't he? So we expect yeah. you to, to do this. We don't have much hope for you, to be honest. You know, if you. <laughs> we'll be surprised if you get anywhere, really. Yeah, um, no, he's a, a bit rich considering he destroyed the universe. Exactly, yeah. And he can't be bothered to put it back together. So he yeah. just, just assigns you to do it. And if, if you ever fail, he gets really mad, doesn't he? Oh, it's, te- it's a bit terrifying, yeah. Mm. Yeah, but he's great. He's great. He's, um, you know. I can't. I should have written some of his lines down because they're really good. But yeah, it was just really funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This the character design and the world design and everything is just like you say. It just makes you laugh. It and just it, makes you uh, makes you happy. And it all fits together so sort of you know um, consistently, doesn't it? Really. Yeah. Like the, the art style, the music, it all goes perfectly together. Like we, that that theme tune that we were singing is, you know. <laughs> Every time I booted up the game, I wanted to just sit and watch the intro again and again and again. And I can't think of any other game that I've done that with. You know, it's literally usually you just watch the intro once and you skip it every other time because it's you know it's done what it needs to. But that I is so it. good. I, I like never they, get bored no. with the little duck heads coming up. Yeah, like, they're brilliant. They're so good. Like the the animation is quite short as well, so you can have a little burst before you begin, and it's, it just sets gets you in the mood for the game, doesn't it? Perfectly. It does. Yeah. That lovely theme tune. The the yeah the birds coming in all the stuff flying around he's flying over the earth you know like mad stuff going on there's a a bird carrying a tortoise or something isn't there <laughs> yeah it's just like nuts that. and it's just beautiful it really is yeah it's just yeah I mm. love it yeah and I love when you roll into humans and they just give this unnecessarily long scream <laughs> when you're playing. <laughs> <laughs> Because when you start picking up humans, it's brilliant, isn't it? Because yeah, uh, first of all, your first hint is that they start running away from you. Because that's when you know you can pick them up 
Yeah. And you first of all you knock them away and they start spinning and then you can pick them up and then you pick up more and more humans and they start screaming. Ah! <laughs> it's just so funny. It's so funny. It's brilliant. It yeah, I love it. I love this game so much. Um, and the music uh, um, outside of the intro is really good as well. It's it's quite it's quite a varied mix, isn't it? But they're all quite sort of upbeat and happy. Lots of Japanese vocals go with the, the scene really well, don't they? Yeah. Mm. It's it's really peculiar music as well. There's yeah. lots of I don't is it a cappella they call it where it's just like voices going like oh blah, 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 some blah, of it yeah <laughs> it's, it's yeah it's just very unique yeah if you heard it in any other context you would immediately know it was from Katamari yeah that's right yeah you know it's it's yeah <laughs> did you have any any issues with it in general. Not really. Um, it, it, when I first played it, it took me a little while to get used to the controls. The controls are complicated. I in yeah. the, the Switch offers a few different variations, which is good. I went for the simple one, eventually, mm. where you just literally move them around with the left stick, and then you can um, move them around the Katamari by with, with the other stick, with up and down mm. on the other stick, and that worked best for me. I think the default one is to use both sticks and point them in the same direction. Yeah. As as if pushing it with both your hands, you know, which makes sense, but I found it a bit kind of fiddly. It is very fiddly. Mm. One is, once you get used to it, it's fine, but there yeah. is a lot of frustration getting used to it to begin with because you'll constantly bang into things and knock stuff off of your Katamari. Yeah. And, you know, if you have to, to do a sudden turn, it can be... It's difficult to steer sometimes, isn't it? Yeah, it gets a it bit really, unwieldy. Really can be. And and um, there's, there were a couple of times where I actually got stuck, and I couldn't get out, like stuck on the like the terrain or something, you know. Mm. And no matter how, whatever I did, I would just knock more and more pieces off of my Katamari, um, and it was frustrating. But because the game is what it is, I didn't mind too much. Even though I basically <laughs> have to throw away what I've done and start again. I still kind of did it with a smile on my face, to be honest, because yeah. I didn't really care. But yeah, it's a bit annoying. Um, and I, I maybe I, unless I miss something, there should be some sort of mode where you can respawn somewhere, or something comes in and picks you up when it recognises that you're stuck. You know, something like that, which would have helped a lot. Yeah, that would have, would have saved a lot of. Uh, yeah. A lot of restarting. Yeah, it happened to me a couple of times. Um, luckily, I'm not not on levels that. Because I think the last level goes on for about 25 minutes, I think, something yeah. like that. So um, generally they go on for about 7, 10, yeah, they're maybe just short 15 minutes. They, they vary, but mm. as, as you get towards the end, because you start from so small and end up so big, you need that kind of time frame. And what I found interesting was that you you always feel like you're not going to do it because there's only two minutes to go and your ca- your Katamari is about as quarter of the size as it should be. But it, you find that it grows kind of exponentially, doesn't it? So it does, yeah. y- it'll grow very once it's big enough. It'll grow very, very quickly after that. Like the meters will suddenly pile on, and before you know it, you've done it, and you've got a whole minute to spare. Hmm. Um, and that always kind of surprised me, really, because it's, yeah. you can't really. You, it's very hard to judge how well you're doing sometimes. Yeah, isn't it? exactly. Yeah, the, there are games where you know that if you haven't reached this point by this part in the game you might as well just restart the level because exactly, it's impossible yeah. to do but th- yeah. it's not like that no there are a few times where I thought oh, I think I'm just going to cancel because there's no way I'm going to do this and then sure enough you you somehow pull it out of the bag and it's it, yeah it's um, yeah. it's a brilliant feeling yeah you don't get a lot of that with games actually you usually know how well how badly you're doing yeah yeah mm. um, I can't think of much else to say about it to be honest because it's, oh, it's no I can't I, it's, I think it's a game that's just you have to play it 
to to yeah. really experience it because you know we can describe it as much as we want but you, you'll when you boot it up once you get the hang of the controls you'll know if it's for you or not and i would hope it is because it's just so fun if you like games you'll like it i think yeah i think that's fair to <laughs> say i don't i don't i can't imagine anyone really taking a dislike to it not really um, no no you know so yeah, I, I it gets my seal of approval. I think it gets yours. Absolutely, I think it's a f- currently a firm favourite for Pull'em Up Game of the Year. I know it's early days, but I think it's going to be the one to beat for me personally. Wow, mm. high praise! High praise, considering that I had problems with both of the previous games. It's not a surprise, really, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> we'll brush that aside. You know, yeah. Um, okay. Right. So we had uh, one comment on on it, and um, it comes from a, a, a bit of a. A bit of a well-known guy in the podcast retro gaming podcast community. Actually, he's, um, this is a, a chap called Adrian from the podcast Arcade Attack, who are kind yeah. of kind of a big deal, actually. Yeah. Um, so, for, thank you very much, for Adrian, for for uh, taking the time for, to help out our, our comparatively much much smaller show. Um, so he's from he's at Arcade underscore Adriano, and he says, um, "I adore this game. I remember my younger brother pointing uh, brackets rolling question mark this game in my direction, and it was love at first sight." I love the colours, originality, and the soundtrack is immense. The game is so Japanese in a great way. Plus, the King of All Cosmos is so memorable. Yeah, pretty much sums up everything we've said, really, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, thank you very much, Adrian. That's brilliant. It's worth noting, uh, should we mention about the issues we've got with our Twitter? Yeah, the the, the massive cock-up of the Twitter feed. Basically, right, I'm I'm going into into the Twitter... um, profile thing to change our address from because uh, our podmup.net website is back up and running it's up to date so i wanted to change the address back to that from the the anchor website that we had before um and i saw the date of birth on there and i thought okay well why don't i just put the date of birth of the podcast you know as you would think because you know we're not a person we're a we're a thing and it's got a birthday which was two years ago so i i popped it in and it doesn't tell you that this will trigger Twitter to think that you are under 13 years old. Of course you are, you know. And then block you out of the account completely. And that's yeah, what happened. two-year-old signing up for the Exactly, site. yeah. I know. You know. Yeah, yeah. They, get, yeah. they can't move for these, these you know, two-year-olds <laughs> desperate to get on Twitter and start, you know, tweeting about what's in their nappies and stuff. So, you know, I mean, understandably, they blocked us out. You know, yeah. it's not not an irrational so, thing to do at all. So we're waiting. I've had to send off a picture of my uh, driving license uh, to prove that I'm not two, believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> and we're still waiting to hear back from them. And, yeah. I, and I got so, there was a message on there when I did it saying we're un, right. we've got we're no, no we're unusually busy with with um, requests. I think. And I, I think uh, is this particularly busy time for this to happen? I mean. <laughs> So, so yeah. if you want to tweet us at your probably best emailing us for the time being. Yeah, you can email us podumup um, at gmail.com. I momentarily forgot what it was. Podumup at gmail.com. Or if you really want to use Twitter, you can tweet me um, at virtuaollie64 if you want. Yeah. That's my Twitter account. Cool. Um, uh, yeah, so we mentioned that, podumup.net, that email. Um, yeah, there's nothing else to mention apart from your your next pick, I believe. Yes, yeah. We're going to go for... Uh, it's a platform game. Nice. It's for the PlayStation. Okay. It's Wild 9. Oh, yeah. Okay. I know this name. I Remind me what it is. 
It's a. It's made by Dave. It was designed by David Perry, who did yeah. Earthworm Jim. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, developed by Shiny Entertainment. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's a it's a two point five D side scrolling platform run and gun shoot 'em up. Not no, not shoot 'em up. You'll see. Okay. You'll see when you play it. Okay. Sounds really cool. Yeah. yeah. I. I I don't know if it's that well known. I wouldn't say it's obscure, I'm, but I don't think it was as popular as. Yeah, I think I know. I think I know of it from having looked at a YouTube video or something of some less well known PS One games. Hmm. Um, and I remember the name. I remember thinking it looked quite cool, but I can't picture it in my head right now because it was a few years ago. But I'm looking forward to playing it because it sounds pretty cool. Yeah, I hmm. think. I think. Yeah, uh, well, my predictions for what you you'll like and won't like yeah. aren't always on no, point. So true, I would true. think this might be something you'd enjoy, but we'll 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 see. Yeah. So yeah, Wild Nine is our game for next month. Yes, cool. So that's us. Um, that's us. I would say um, from the, our new stats for Anchor, I noticed that most people are listening to us on Apple Podcasts. So oh, cool. I would. Um, everyone says you know leave a review or whatever to give us. If you give us five stars, I think it increases us in the algorithms and stuff like that. So if you can do that, that'd be amazing. Um, gives us a little more exposure, which we which we could do with. Um, and yeah, just uh, but if you're not, just just you know, rate us on something else if you like. You know, yeah, whatever, whatever floats your boat. And, oh, um, and um, just apologies to any Swedish listeners who tuned in expecting a Swedish pop culture podcast. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because yes. we noticed... Um, we've got a doppelganger. We've got a doppelganger. There's a, a new podcast has launched in Sweden called Pod em Up, and it's a it's apparently a pop culture podcast. So yeah. uh, welcome to any Swedish listeners who've downloaded our our feed by mistake. Yeah, but we um, hope you... Well, obviously they've stuck to us and stuck with us all the whole way. Yes. So, they, you know, you think we're doing something right. Yeah. Well, they uh, might just be thinking, well... When are they going to get to the, the pop culture? <laughs> <laughs> These guys don't sound Swedish. <laughs> Yeah, well, welcome anyway. Welcome, new listeners yeah. from the. <laughs> yeah, I hope they don't do anything with our um. Twi- I hope they can't just like register our Twitter uh, name. No, I don't, no, I, I hope they can't. I don't no, think they can, but I, I mean, yeah, I hope not. It would be nice if we could siphon off a few listeners who find us by mistake, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. Weirdly, I, I'm sure I found. This is going back a little way. I'm sure I found another one called Podsum Up, which is like Italian politics or something. Oh. So it's it, yeah, it's weird, isn't it? But I swear, when I looked up the name Podum Up, no one else had had it. So no, no, because you know. I looked it up as well. I, I don't, you know, we did our due diligence, but um, yeah, yeah. So we're the original Podum Up. Yeah, the original and the best. And the best, we can stick that on our um, on our graphics and things. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So um, all business taken care of. I think we better think so. we better head off. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna right. go go eat bread roll. Okay, I'm gonna go to bed. Oh. Good night. (laughs) (laughs) Good night.
types left channel and disconnected.